It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. Puff and Steph hanging out on the listening device. Thank you guys very much for listening to us or watching us, just following us, whatever you're doing. We appreciate you being a part of our life. We're glad we're part of yours. Uh, before we get the show started, Steph mandated that I show my shirt. <laughs> you so have to. Here's my Make shirt. Make sure you can see all of it. Here's my shirt. Uh, for those of you who are listening and not watching, it says, I got to see the candy first to get in the van. I'm not stupid. <laughs> you know what you're doing. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, not my first rodeo. Okay. Nobody's fooling you. So, I've come to the conclusion that I am an old man. I have. You're not old, Steph. The other day, I said, "Oh my God, I love my new weed whacker." <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. You're yeah. I mean, that's adulting problems. You get excited about stuff like that. I got way too excited. I'm like, look how cool my new weed whacker is. <laughs> Gotta tell all my friends about it. Yeah. So, yes, I'm old. <laughs> I've come to that conclusion. It's like, it's just something you deal with. You know what I mean? It is. It, it is what it is. I'm an old man who gets excited over a weed whacker. <laughs> hey, at least you have some kind of excitement in your life. Like, whatever it may be, even if it's a weed whacker. It's making you happy. Oh, my God. That's my excitement in my <laughs> life. It's like, I was so excited. I went into Lowe's and I perused the weed whacker section for a good half an hour. Picked them up. Imagined myself whacking weeds with them. <laughs> was it on sale? No, no. I've paid full oh. retail price. But it was well wow. worth it. It was well worth it. Oh, yeah. My My lawn has never looked so good. The, the trim around the edges, just magnifique. Wow. This is where you're at in life. Yep. This is where we're Not at. Not only am I at it, that place in my life, I'm telling people about my lawn. Oh, you're becoming one of them. Yeah. 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 100%. So last, hey, you're proud of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Last night, you hit me up and said, hey, I have a story for the show. I said, okay, what is it? I don't want to tell you. I want to get your initial reaction. Okay, fair enough. So Steph is bringing this to the table on the show today. What's up? Yes, yeah, so I have some exciting news about a new hobby that I recently started. And it's very relevant for us to talk about because it's something that you and I often not mock, but it's something that neither of us do and we kind of laugh about it. I started reading books. Like, really? Yeah, like, legitimately. I started reading The Notebook, and I finished it in, like, two and a half days. Like, I already finished it. Okay, so you decided that your first book was going to be the one that the movie is based on that you watched so much that your DVD actually broke? It got worn out? <laughs> hey, you weren't supposed to talk about that publicly. <laughs> so, so, you, so you decided... That your first foray into reading as an adult, you know, the first book you chose to read that you weren't assigned to, you know, the right. last book you probably read was in college that you were assigned to read. It's going to be a book where you've already seen the movie probably two dozen times. Yeah, because, well, I love Nicholas Sparks and... 
here's the thing. I've always liked the idea of books. Like, I've always liked them, but I've always said that, like, if I sit down and read, it just makes me tired. But then I was at the beach uh, last weekend with Elizabeth and her sister Jess, and they were both reading. And I was like, hmm, and it just intrigued me. So Elizabeth let me borrow her copy of The Notebook, and I was like, I think I'm going to start reading. And I finished The Notebook, and now I'm reading a series of unfortunate events. There's like a whole series. Oh, man. Steph, I'm not no. gonna pick. I'm not picking on you for reading. Reading's great. Um, I'm just picking on your choices of books. That's all. Yeah, it's predictable. It's predictable, though, right? I mean, how do you love Nicholas Sparks when you've never ever read any of his books? You just saw his movies. Well, I've seen all the movies. Okay. <laughs> I like. I like romance books because I'm cheesy. Oh sure, sure, and and just like romance movies. It's going to be like, you're going to read these books and, 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 and think that real life is like these books. And it's going to completely ruin your outlook for dating in, in the future. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Cause I, I get my hopes up and I'm like, someday this will happen to me. Right. If a guy doesn't act exactly like somebody in a Nicholas Sparks movie, you're like, he's obviously not the one. Cause he doesn't act like Chad or whoever. He is not my guy. He doesn't act like Noah. He is not my guy. Is it Noah? Okay. He doesn't act like Noah. Absolutely not. So. But I'm counteracting the like uplifting cheesy happiness with a series of unfortunate events, which are books about like these kids that have terrible lives. So yeah, it it's for children, out, right? That makes me feel. It's cool. a children's book. Um, I mean, I guess they're they're. It's not like a difficult reading level, but. Adult, I mean, I know a lot of adults that like to read them. What's, are you going to read Harry Potter next? I think I might because my brother has all of them. And uh, Joseph, my brother, he's a big reader. He's like super smart. Um, so he's really excited that I found this new hobby. And okay. Well, I'm, I'm not picking on you. I'm not. I, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it passes the time and you like doing it. And um, uh, I, I think it's funny that it was due to peer pressure that you decided to, to read. Um, th that's okay. It wasn't peer pressure. Sure it was. Well, everyone else on the beach is doing it, so I should probably <laughs> do it. Um, well, it inspired me. When I uh, when I go to the beach and my wife, or with my wife, she's a reader, so she'll sit down and read. I will play video hey. games on an iPad. That's what I will do. Hey, that's fine. That's oh. fine. She's like, you should read. I was like, how dare you? You know what? <laughs> I you, will not. You know what you married. Well, good for you, Steph. Keep us, uh, keep us posted. Maybe we can do like Steph's book club or something with people. That'd be so fun. And you can all like I, I, I have a great idea. So, Steph's book club. You all have two weeks to read a book, and then you can go live on Facebook, like this way, and talk to people about your your views on the book. That would be so fun, and you can join and just kind of no. hang out with no. us while we talk about it. Nope, I will be taking the <laughs> night off. Um, they'll be like, what'd you read this week, Puff? I read The Cat in the Hat. <laughs> hey, that's a book. Yeah, it is. I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize it had to be a chapter book. Oh. <laughs> I like the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Do you ever have? Do you ever remember those? Remember those? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever read one. Like but if you want to go down the hallway, 
turn to chapter 76. If you want to remain right. in this room, continue on to the next page. And then you I think that's really cool. You'd go to 76 and be like, "Oh, I don't like this one." And you'd go back. Right. I, right. I would no, cheat. Cool. I would cheat in the choose your own adventure books. Just a heads up. Cheater. I yeah, uh, totally. Well, I wish you luck on your book. Um be on the lookout for Steph's book club uh coming up to a uh, to a Facebook live near you. We will announce what books she'll be reading. It'll probably be, you know, like something, definitely something that a movie was made out of. Do you Another Nicholas Sparks book. Do you, safe Haven. Do you see yourself reading a book there where they haven't made a movie out of it? Um. Yeah, I absolutely want, and I kind of like the idea of doing that because then you can kind of like create your own image of it as opposed to already having... Right. In your mind, what the movie was like. Yeah, like, so when you read um, The Notebook, you were ready when the aliens came. Like, you, there wasn't a shock to you. Right, I totally knew about that part. Yeah, no yeah. surprise. Yeah. Well, good good for you. Uh, one of my hobbies is cooking, but who knows? Maybe that's a thing of the past. Could robots be taking over our entire lives? We'll talk about it next. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at hempishealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. This is a little scary because what else can they do? Robots that can cook are growing in demand as restaurants try to put some distance between workers and customers. So check this out. Robot chefs have already appeared in places like Creator. It's a burger restaurant in San Francisco and some coffee outlets called Dalcom in South Korea. It's it's scary. Would you want a robot making your food? No, I don't like that at all. Because obviously, the big reason is it's taking jobs away from actual humans that need to provide for their families. Right. But no, I don't like that at all. I feel like robots, like, they can have technical issues and make mistakes and screw everything up. 
Um, California-based Chowbotics created Sally. It's a robot about the size of a refrigerator that makes a variety of salads. Sally lets customers choose from 22 prepared ingredients stored inside the machine. It can make around, it can make around 65 salads a day before kitchen workers need to refill the ingredients. So there's you imagine like what do you want on your salad? Tomatoes, onions, <laughs> beep beep bop boop bop bop, and then all of a sudden it spits out this salad. And you're like, thanks, Sally. But it's a machine, so it's. I mean, there's going to be times where it breaks down, and some of these machines are going to be so sophisticated that it's not like, oh, Sally just got unplugged to plug her back in. It's like Sally has machine issues that you need a machine operator, a machine repairman to come fix. Right. So to me, it's almost not worth it because then all of a sudden, do you have the employees there to fill all the salad needs for your business? If we're just talking about Sally. Right. Right. Yeah. I just, I think you need to be able to talk to a real human because can you say to Sally like, oh, can I actually get extra tomatoes? Or like, oh, no, 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 never mind. I actually don't want tomatoes. Like, is she going to be able to understand all those commands where right. a real human could? Um, let's see. Like Starting this fall, uh, White Castle will test a robot arm dubbed Flippy. It can cook French fries and other foods. White Castle vice president said the robot can free up employees for other tasks like disinfecting tables or handling the rising number of delivery orders. So if it means that less people are getting or people aren't getting let go, then, you know, maybe I'm for it. But I think it's more of a test because we're probably not going to be in the disinfecting age forever. So what happens? What happens when your employees don't have to disinfect the table every 20 minutes? And now they're just sitting around while Flippy's doing his Flippy thing. Right. Right. Then you're just paying employees to sit around and do nothing. And a lot of those employees probably want to cook. They probably don't, you know, get that job because they want to disinfect tables. I just don't want to live in a world where robots do everything. I, that freaks me out. I don't uh, like it. Well, I'm worried about digging into my salad, biting down, and all of a sudden there's like a washer or a bolt that came up that came off of Sally. You're like, "Hi hey guys, uh, I think Sa- I think Sally's missing a boat and I'm a bolt and I'm now missing a tooth." So Yeah, exactly. Thanks for that. Ugh. I'm just kidding. That'll never happen. I don't I don't eat salads. <laughs> good one, Puff. Good one. Yeah. Okay, so I want a job where I'm not like working with my hands. I'm not a handy guy. I'm not a fixer-upper guy. I'm not a construction worker. I mow the lawn. That's about it. Um, and do weed wax. And Don't sell yourself short. And You're I, good at weed wax. And I whack some weeds. Well, it's it's not me. It's the tools. Did I tell you about how amazing my weed whacker is? Uh, anyway, a skeleton believed to be a murder victim of the Iron Age was unearthed by archaeologists working on a high-speed railroad project. So they were working on the, they were working on digging around for where this high-speed rail is going to go and they because they realized they might run into some you know old treasures, they hired archaeologists to do the digging, right? And they found this adult male skeleton was buried face down in a ditch with his hands bound together behind his back. 
That's horrifying. So whether you're building something and you have to tear up some ground or you're an archaeologist and that's literally your job, tearing up the ground, you never know what you're going to find. My wife actually wanted to be an archaeologist. That was one of her dream jobs. That's right, because she's into like metal detecting and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> well, before all that, she, she was a history major in college. So she, she always thought archaeology would be a whole lot of fun. And this this discovery is like right up her alley. She would be like, mm -hmm. she would never shut up about it. Like she would just talk oh. about it forever. Hey, remember that time I found that dead body with the hands tied behind its back? Oh my god, that was so awesome! Like, yeah, <laughs> I know, this is the 80th time I've heard that story. It would be the peak of her career. It honestly would. You're not you're not wrong about that. Uh, I do have one bit of advice to people who might feel lonely. Okay, the. Uh, Israel Nature and Parks Authority is trying to help people overcome the sense of detachment that coronavirus social distancing rules can bring by suggesting that people go and hug a tree. Like literally hug a tree? That's what they're saying. The authority's marketing director says, in this unpleasant corona period, we recommend to people around the world to go out to nature, take a deep breath, hug a tree... Express your love and get love. Get love? So the tree's giving love in return? Apparently. Steph, let's just use let's just use your friend Elizabeth, right? Because you mentioned her. Hey Elizabeth, what'd you do today? Right? You're talking to her, texting her. I don't know how you girls communicate. Text, phone, whatever. Elizabeth, what'd you do today? I did some podcasts. It was so much fun. How about you? Well, I was feeling a little down. You know, I miss you and I miss all my friends. So I decided to go out into nature and, um, yeah, I, I hugged some trees. <laughs> hey, I mean, if that, if that somehow makes her feel happy or loved, then... Go for it. Okay, so if Elizabeth told you this, you wouldn't question her sanity. You wouldn't, like, you'd just be like, good for you. You keep go living your best life, Elizabeth. I mean, if it continued, I think I might be a little concerned, and I would tell her she definitely needs to get, like, a dog because <laughs> I, you know, you can hug your dogs during Corona. There's no rules against that. And it, they actually do love you back, unlike trees. I mean, maybe trees do love you back, but I don't think you're really feeling it. Elizabeth, you want to go hang out tomorrow night? I'm sorry. I have a date with this pretty amazing oak tree. Um, <laughs> I discovered it in a park the other day. And um, Steph, I don't want to jump the gun here, but I have a good feeling about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no offense to anybody, but I'd be concerned. I'd be concerned. I think I would too. Like, what are you trying to tell people? Human contact, human interaction is so important. You're saying that that urge, that desire, that space it can be filled by hugging a maple tree in your backyard? Yeah, there's no way. It's It doesn't even compare to actual human interaction. Like, I got a bunch of bamboo trees in my backyard. Do I just you do. indiscriminately just pick one out and be like, you're mine? 
Okay, I'm through with you. I'm moving on to this one. Give it a try and then report back and let us know if you feel anything. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I you don't a, want to do an experiment? Like you, I have dogs and they do the trick for me, I think. Oh, yeah. Coming up next, I don't think we really needed a study for this, but now that it's out, maybe we can stop saying it. It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at hempishealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. I don't think this is going to be a shock to anybody. I really don't. If it is, then I don't know what you were thinking. But there is no such thing as the five-second rule. Okay? Oh, I firmly believe in the five-second rule. You shouldn't. It's not I mean, not not in a a public place. Well, but in my own house, if I drop food on the floor, I'm probably still going to eat it. Scientists at Clemson found that bacteria was transferred from tabletops and floors to food pretty much instantaneously. So the five-second rule, they say, is not an accurate guide when it comes to eating food that has fallen on the floor. Uh, So just, Steph, I'm, I'm... Looking out for you, five-second rule is not a thing. It it will never be a thing. It's not a thing. So you're telling me that if you drop something on your floor, it just, you throw it away immediately? Hmm? 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 I'm telling you this, that you (laughs) need to understand that picking it up and eating it within, or picking it up within five seconds does nothing. If you still do it, that's on you to understand the consequences of your actions. I'm just giving you the information. So you do eat food off the floor is what you're saying. I'm not saying (laughs) either way. I'm just saying Uh that this is the information. What you choose to do with it is your business. Just don't 
be in a false sense of security thinking that you're okay because you picked it up in three seconds. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, I hate to get technical, but it really depends on the type of food. Potato chip, yeah, I'm probably still going to eat it. If it's like a piece of pizza and it lands face down, right. like cheese or cheese down. down. Yeah, no, I get that. Cheese down. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. With two dogs, I'm probably not going to eat that because I know it's covered in dog hair. But some food doesn't pick it up the the nastiness as quickly, at least in my mind. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah, because you can't see it. If you can see it, it's nasty. If you can't, guess what else you can't see? Coronavirus. <laughs> that's true. No, that's true. Anyway, what if the pizza lands bottom down, crust down? No. Now that is a different ball game because it's not as like sticky. It's not me picking up the dog hair as much. But it still has slice of pizza. It still has oil on it. There's still probably some fat that got in it. Like you ever look at the bottom of a pizza box when you pick it up? It's greasy, right? So let me tell you something from working in a pizza place for years. The second you cut that pizza that grease goes in between the pizza slices and the crevices and it does seep to the bottom of the pizza a little bit not a ton or it depends on the grease in the pizza but it's still there so when you drop that piece of pizza on the floor that grease still picks things up so i hate to burst but your bubble you know, no 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 my bubble has not been burst i okay still good i was worried about your by. bubble i was worried about your bubble all right yeah no worries. The bubble is good. If I'm dropping it crust down a whole piece of pizza, I'm not wasting that. Brush it off. <laughs> give it a little blow to get the dog hair off. You're good to go. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Just stop Stop defending your actions by saying five-second rule. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Just, that's, no, that's fair. Just say, that's you know what? Go. I don't care. I'm good. And then you're, you move on with your life. That's fine. Whatever. You know, you, you do you. Time to stump Steph. I don't think this is you. I think you're below average when it comes to this. The average woman will have just over 100 of these in her lifetime. What are they? I do think you're below this number. I don't think you're really into Is it something? Okay. Is it something you're eating? No. Will have? Nothing to do with food. Something that they're having. Is it something like physical happening to them? No. Will have. How about is it the, an activity? No. How about this? How about we make it easier? The average woman will um, own just over one hundred of these in their lifetime. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay. So it's something you buy at the grocery store? No, not the grocery store. Is it something to do with like makeup, lotion, hair products? Um, something in that not part. not directly, but indirectly. That'll make more sense when you when you find it out, figure it out. Is it something that only women use? <laughs> For the most part, but I guess they are becoming a little bit more popular with men, but not. Like, if you're a dude and you have one of these, you're, people still, like, look at you strange. Okay. 
Is it something you use in like the bathroom, like when you're getting ready? No. Because I'm thinking like makeup products, yep. razors. Yep, it's nothing. Um, like I said, indirectly, it, it could have something to do with those, but not directly. Like you don't need this to use your makeup or whatever. Like dresses? No. Is it clothing? No, but it's you're you're close. You're getting closer. Think about things women own. They may own a lot of them. They own a hundred of them in their lifetime. Shoes. No, but you are getting on the right track. I mean, you're you're it, scarves. No, but you. I mean, you're you're right around it. You're right around. It. Oops. Why did I do that? I didn't mean to push that. Oh, that was a premature ding it. ding. That was a premature ding ding. It's not scarves. Um, is it pieces of jewelry? No. Getting a little bit colder now. Go back towards shoes, scarves. Bathing suits? Nope. So it's something you're wearing, yeah? No. Oh. Come on. Clothing, accessories. Most women have one with them at all times. Oh, that just gave it away. There's no way you don't get this now. Oh, purses. As soon as I <laughs> as soon as I said that, I went, oh my god, that just basically handed her the answer. What am I doing? Well, thank you because I was kind of getting lost for a second there. All right, this is uh, we'll continue on the woman train here. Forty percent of women surveyed said that they do this at least four times a month. What is this again? I think you're in the 60% that don't do this. I think this is not you. And I think that this is a good thing. This is a good thing that it's not you. And I'll explain. But 40% um, of women said they do this at least four times a month. Getting their eyebrows waxed. No. Is it something like looks related? Like beauty? Um, It can be. Yeah. But it's not like makeup or anything. Think about what we just talked about a little bit and stay and go and stay around there. Is it like buying themselves new clothes? No. Shopping? No. Four times a month. Is it something that you do at home or you have to like go somewhere? You, I, I would imagine that it's almost 100% not at home. You When you leave the house, you do this. Um, I don't think they would want to do this around the house. Four times a month. And you, you go out, like you go somewhere and pay to get it done. No, no, but you are going somewhere. You do it to yourself. Unfortunately. Yeah. Women do do this to themselves. This is a tough one. Like this is super specific. It is. But I wanted to talk about it a little bit. Is it painful? Yes. Yes, it is. You do it to yourself out in public in front of other people? Yeah. A lot of times women complain about it too. And guys go, well, that's your fault. Wearing high heels. Wear uncomfortable shoes. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not about that. I wear flip-flops from like may to october and then i wear boots without a heel the rest of the year yeah and i, I think that I'm as a as a guy like a it's annoying 
when girls decide to wear those shoes and then sit there and complain about those shoes. It's annoying. Um, but there's something like, I don't want to use the word sexy. Let's just use the word attractive about comfortable, like women who are comfortable. Like you're not trying to impress anyone. You're wearing comfortable things, things that you can walk around in, things that they're just shoes. Like I'm telling you women who may be listening, guys are not like, you know, I wasn't sure about her, but then she wore those red pumps. And now I'm like, yeah, all about her. But they do make you, they do like make you look good. They make your legs look good. And I think sometimes women want to just like look and feel good. And that's, you know, fine. I mean, it's their prerogative, but just don't complain about it. <laughs> you don't want to hear us complain. No, about it's it. your decision. We didn't make you wear those. Hey, I'll, uh, I'll pick you up at eight. Make sure you wear those uh, black shoes I like. Okay. Oh, I don't care if they hurt you. <laughs> no, I don't care. No, you're going to do what I want. Like guys aren't doing that. They're just not doing well, it. If, right. Well, if I'm going to a wedding, typically I'll wear shoes that have a little bit of heel. But whenever the ceremony's over and we get to the reception and start dancing, I usually take them off because I just can't. I can't walk in them very well. Some women can. All right. Quick weekend plans. What do you got? Um, My mom and I are going to Lancaster um, Saturday afternoon. Um, to do some different like shops and farmers markets and stuff. I think that's about it. Yeah, I got nothing. You got anything? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Whatsoever. Whatsoever. It sounds like a good weekend to watch a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll see you on Monday. <laughs> it is a podcast. It's the Puff and Steph podcast.